0: from St. John, chapter 11. Then Martha, as soon as she heard that Jesus was coming, went and met him. But Mary was sitting in the house. Then Martha said to Jesus, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. But even now I know that whatever you ask of God, God will give you. Jesus said to her, your brother will rise again. Martha said to him, I know that he will rise again in the resurrection at the last day. Jesus said to her, I am the resurrection and the life. He who believes in me, though he may die, he shall live. And whoever lives and believes in me shall never die. Do you believe this? She said to him, Yes, Lord, I believe that you are the Christ, Son of God. Who is to come into the world. And these are your words, Heavenly Father. Sanctify us by your truth. Your word is truth. Amen. You may be seated. <clears throat> Dear fellow redeemed in Christ, one of the podcasts that I listen to during my daily commute is one devoted to history. Currently, I'm listening to Uh, a series that uh, this uh, individual did on the history of World War I. Now, death is all around in the history of war, and perhaps never more so than in that war to end all wars. In the podcast, he tells of a story, the story of some people riding on a train in France in late 1916. A woman was sitting on that train, counting up to five on her fingers over and over and over again. Just one, two, three, four, five, one. She just often just kept on going and going and going. Someone who was around her, others were watching her, and they were starting to smile, seeing at what she was doing, because it looked kind of weird. Uh, they even started to laugh a little bit at this crazy thing she was doing. Her husband was there on the train with her, and he spoke to those who were watching and told them that he was bringing his wife to an insane asylum. Her counting was the number of her sons who had died so far in the war. One, two, three, four, five. Repeated. The deaths of her sons had broken her leaving her desperately confused with the agony of grief. There was no more laughing at her. I've preached at many uh, Christian burials in the course of my decades as a Lutheran pastor. One thing pastors notice is that services of Christian burial do not need any special effects to get the attention of inattentive hearers. And why not? Death has already gotten their attention. A dear friend, a loved one, a beloved husband or wife, a cherished son or daughter is now being laid to rest. Never to be seen again in this world, a cord has been cut. Every morning when we gather here, we gather with people who have lost loved ones in death, We gather with people who have family and friends still hurting and grieving. Often we ourselves are still affected by such sorrow, wondering about the empty spots in our lives that cannot be filled in the same way anymore. Mary and Martha, the sisters of Lazarus, have just stood watch over the death of their beloved brother. Jesus is a friend of this family, When Jesus arrived there at Bethany, Martha spoke words that I believe could easily be spoken by so many of us in our days of grief. Lord, if you had been here, my brother, or my husband, or my wife, or my son, or my daughter would not have died. Martha's words, even though they may sound accusatory, you know, where were you, are more than that. She follows with this, I know that whatever you ask of God, God will give you. To which Jesus replies, Your brother will rise again. Now Jesus means more than Martha realizes here. She trusts that the believers will rise to life on the last day. She's confident of that. But Jesus has more at this time. And he will show Martha, her sister Mary, and the rest of the mourners just what he means. He will speak a word, and he will bring life to that lifeless and decaying body of their brother Lazarus. He will leave the grave that very day, alive and reunited with his sisters. But Jesus has even more. He speaks the word that rings in our ears as we gather to mourn the death of our loved ones I am the resurrection and the life. He who believes in me, though he may die, he shall live, and whoever lives and believes in me shall never die. Jesus entered this world of death to defeat the death to which we have been sentenced because of our sin in all of its shapes. In Old Testament history, I often point to Genesis 5 and the refrain that rolls through those verses that name the descendants of Adam and Eve and verse after verse ends, and he died. That roll call of death continues through the thousands of years that separate us from those back then. And he died is not anything unique or uncommon in this world. It is always. It is yesterday, it is today, it is tomorrow. Now what do you do with that truth? We may ignore it, Or deny it but it still will intrude. I am the resurrection and the life. He who believes in me though he may die he shall live and whoever lives and believes in me shall never die. Just a few weeks after this great miracle the Son of God who showed his power over death by raising Lazarus from the dead will himself give up his life on a cross and be buried in a tomb. It was what his enemies had desired Yet on that third day, this same Jesus who died on the cross rose from the grave, alive as he had promised. This Jesus, the one who names himself Resurrection and Life, defeated death for you. Not just for Lazarus, not just for himself, uh, but for you. Whoever lives and believes in me shall never die. Do you believe this? The word of Jesus announcing resurrection contradicts our experience. And that's why Jesus asks, do you believe this? His resurrection is a historical fact. It happened at a real location in real time to a real person, the Son of God and Son of Mary, our Lord Jesus Christ. This same person says, believe me, we do not see resurrection right now. That is a hurdle for our human reason. But Jesus' word stands firm. The promise of eternal life is given, life from death. It is a promise Jesus gives to you. Trust this one who is resurrection. Believe the one who is life, because he is for you. Amen. You may rise and let us pray. Grant, we beseech you, almighty God, that we who celebrate the solemnities of the Lord's resurrection may by the renewal of your Holy Spirit rise again from the death of the soul and walk in newness of life through the same Jesus Christ, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one true God, now and forever. Amen.